0: And welcome back to the Trust Your Gut podcast. My name is Drew Devitt. I'll be your host tonight, and with me are my two favorite co-hosts on planet Earth, Sterling Carroll and Luke Beer. Welcome, boys! Merry Christmas!
1: Happiest of holidays, dudes! How we doing? So good. I'm doing fantastic good to be back.
0: considering we actually have throwing. Like Very good to be back. There we go. Yeah, I know.
1: it's nice to have all, all the boys back in the barn. We got a full house. It's good. Um, Two days till Kribman, and, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're lighting up. We got a hot Christmas Eve, Christmas Day slate. I'm excited.
0: Yes, sir. We got a lot of, we got some NBA action on Sunday. We got a lot of NFL slate tomorrow on Saturday. So we got a lot of NFL props and and NBA props to get through today, so I think we should dive right into it once we get through some uh, little review of Thursday Night Football.
1: Head first. Let's roll.
0: Let's do it. Alrighty. Well, yesterday was uh, kind of a roller coaster, in my eyes, for our predictions for Thursday Night Football. Um, Jags dominated beer and i kind of, we did see that coming we did see the the jags w but god was that really hard to watch because i was just waiting for a single target for zay jones and it just never came and i'm sorry that i decided to rock with zay jones instead of your uh your laughing prop of evan ingram
1: i can't believe that shit actually happened again i don't understand it they got so many different offensive weapons and for some reason, Evan Ingram is just the dude right now, and nobody, none of the, no one else in the receiving core even got broke like forty yards. I don't think, and Ingram had like a hundred and he went over a hundred ten again. Like I, I made fun of it, and it happened again. I just don't understand it. It's making it makes no sense. What the hell's going on there? Is that Trevor yeah, Lawrence was, has a new favorite, I guess.
0: It was really funny. Like I can't. Like I was just watching the game. I was like, how does? How is Trevor Lawrence going to break this number without, without having, like, a single receiver over 45 receiving yards? It's like, oh, yeah, Evan Ingram has 110. It just It just blew my mind. I was just shaking while at sushi last night, and I was just like, God, this is just terrible. He had, uh, Zay Jones ended up with, like, four targets, only brought in, like, one catch for 15. So, very unfortunate, but... It was nice to nice to see uh, the Jags get that W. Sorry that your Colts are now officially eliminated beer.
1: I'm so happy. I'm The suffering's over. We can just tank in peace. I'm okay with it.
2: Nice. nice. Hey, you know what? I did want to touch real quick on um, the Jags yesterday. Mm-hmm. So it is very uncommon for Zay Jones to get the type of production he got. So I'm right there with you. I, if I was here for Wednesday's pod, I would have totally tailed that too. But now Evan Ingram is three weeks with good games. I mean, dude is scary now. Um, He's putting I don't together know if,
0: quite the string of games.
2: Yeah, I don't know how teams are going to be game planning it for him in the coming weeks, but I'm definitely right there with another prop um, come next week.
0: Um, Since you weren't able to... Uh... Join us on Wednesday. You send in your own little separate play that you had going on. And I just wanted to know from the mind of Sterling Carroll, what was going through your head when you wanted to take Jermichael Hasty over seven and a half rushing yards?
2: You know what? I had something just speak to me. And I was like, Hasty might, he might get a couple carries, you know? Let's see what he can do with them. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. Hey, he got 10, he got 10 yards, he got it for us. The only Wasn't it thing... all in that
0: one run in the second quarter or something?
2: No, no. He got like three yards in the first half. Or first quarter. But yeah, anyway. Legend. The only the only one, it was only a three leg, and both the other legs hit. The only one that didn't was Travis Etienne, not getting in that end zone. He had a couple attempts, didn't make it, so... I don't know. Can't be too mad about that. When he was, he was definitely on the bubble to get one.
0: Yeah, he he was definitely on the bubble. Considering Trevor Lawrence scored the first touchdown of the game at the half yard line, I I saw that your parlay didn't hit, and I knew that was the reason was a chance. why. That was that's brutal, dude. I'm sorry that it didn't hit.
2: I know. It's all good. It's all good.
0: Um, I know we're all loving the Jags. Um, I'm glad that they're probably gonna win their division. And they'll be fun and make some noise in the playoffs. Hopefully, a little bit, uh, just to make things a little bit interesting. Uh, but we gotta address the other side of the field. Boy, those Jets! I, I those feel bad.
1: New York Jets. Hey, that's, that's I, tough. Is, I hate Zach Wilson as a quarterback as much as the next guy. Um, but it was. Those Jets fans are ruthless. They were booing him every time he just took a breath. And it was like, you're not even giving the guy a chance to succeed for your team. And then him getting benched, playing, and then they're playing, I don't know what the hell his name was. Um, and now they're, uh, the head coach was like, this is not the last you're going to see of Zach Wilson. I'm like, what the hell? What, like, get Mike White, like, Mike's magic juice, from space jam and get him the hell back out there on that field because the jets are in shambles. And for some reason, Mike white is their Lord and savior. And Zach Wilson, I think it's, I, Brian Fitzgerald, Ryan Fitzpatrick had a really good quote. um, When he was asked about him and it was like, yeah, I think I agree with him in saying that. I think Zach Wilson could still have a career somewhere. um, But it's sure as hell not going to be in New York. It's got I think his time there has got to be done sooner rather than later for the better of both sides of this.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, those those fans were absolutely ruthless. I mean after screenplays that had no ch- no chance, um dropping back and throwing it to a lineman, like that, that happens that happens to everybody. Um it's it's just it was attached to Zach Wilson and it was really tough. I mean, that's just really hard on an ego for a quarterback. Um, Absolutely. Especially with a developing one like he is just, just not the best situation for him. If he moves on, I, I wish him the the best, but the keys are definitely with Mike White. And I feel like that franchise loves him and the fan base loves him. Um, I'd give him a year, see what, what he can do. Um, and if he doesn't, work out then you got you gotta go back to the draft, start at square one and it's just a really tough position to be in. Um I feel like that's the hardest position to be in as an NFL franchise is teams that are good in spite of their quarterback. Um Yeah
2: tough, tough situation. But those boos last night, just hearing that, made me made it feel like we were watching a Denver Broncos game. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was just really funny to to witness but i mean i kind of feel for zach just because i don't know that would that would fuck anybody up um but I, i'm curious to see how this offseason goes and how they approach these next what is it three games two two games left for them two remaining so, games def-
0: yeah Yeah, it'll be it'll be very interesting to see what how they continue to roll out. Um, I don't think that we'll see much more of Zach Wilson. Um, screw, I don't even remember that guy's name. I I literally thought Ben Skoranek checked in at quarterback, and I was very confused. <laughs> um, so, I don't think we'll see any Flacco. I'm assuming he's hurt, but I mean, someone's got to be
1: Some some too. doctor's
0: got to clear Mike White out there. And let the boy let the boy play.
1: This football guy. Come on. Let the dudes play. Yeah. So
0: I think that's all that all I got with uh, with the Jets. Um, it'll be a very interesting last two weeks for them to see if they can make a push. Um, <clears throat> Jags are in the driver's seat and control their own destiny. So I wish them the best of luck. But there's a lot going on uh, with those two teams. The NFL kind of seem to be drifting in opposite positions. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll see what happens in the last in these last two weeks.
1: Yeah, and uh, one quick side comment I wanted to make about uh, the Jaguars, going back real quick. David, when you and I were crafting our squad ride the other day, I took a peek see at some receiving props, and I saw CJ Uzoma at the bottom. Oh, yeah. uh, his over-under was 8.5 receiving yards. I was like, that seems a little too low. But it also seems really stupid of me to want to pick that one out of the pile here. So I didn't say anything about it and let it go. I just checked his stat line from that game. He had one catch uh for thirty yards. Legend. So
0: Cincinnati Bengals that legend.
1: That would have smacked. I mean I I'm just like there's just obscure little things like that when you look back, you're like it's it was staring you in the face and you just you should have should ridden with the gut, but you know, sometimes we just we let our hearts get ahead of our gut and it just it takes us to bad places.
0: Jermichael Hasty and C.J. Uzama were right there. I don't. I don't know what we're doing. What are we doing? They were a layup. Jay Jones. Pff, what are we doing?
2: That's that's why I took Jermichael. To I'm like, I got to do it.
1: Like, <laughs> I'd be stupid now, dude. I respect that.
0: <laughs> oh, great. Um, it was a great game. Um, I think we have more good games in store, kind of the similar nature as that that Jets game this weekend with cold, cold weather. In a lot of these cities that are being played in, um, I'm ready to move in into the return of the fast four here at TYG. Yes, you guys are. Miss this? Miss I've been waiting forward. for this for months. I'm ready. You boys ready? Do let's, let's do it. Do it. All right. Just a little recap. Beer in the NFL in your fast four stint, you are 15, 15, and two. Congratulations. That is so
1: even. It's gross.
0: It's awesome. Sterling, you are 15 and 13. Congratulations, my friend. <laughs> well, and I would like you, to you. give myself a round of applause right now. I am the leader in the clubhouse. 18, 12, and 2. I'm better than all of you. Sterling, I wish your booze were a little bit better. Good louder. job, Devin. Thank you, man.
2: Yeah, good job, no. dude. Hey, thanks. You know what? Good job, dude.
0: Well, I mean, it could all change this week. Uh, it really could uh, there's a lot of there's been a lot of chaos these last few weeks um and I don't expect this weekend to be any different um, a lot of not. interesting a lot of interesting games and those spreads are I feel like a lot of them are traps and I'm very concerned for what I have but I like at least two of them
2: yeah I would say the same thing it's uh there's a lot of interesting spreads we got a lot of cold weather and so far this season, we really ha- we really haven't had to worry about that when making our picks too much. So interesting week ahead. Tomorrow
0: ahead. Very. Absolutely. So, would any of us like to start it off and kick things off with uh, a game that they would like to pick?
2: I'll do it. Go for but... um, Let's head to Minnesota, and I'm yes, gonna grab- sir. I'm going to grab the Giants, though. And Wait, what? Yeah.
0: I'm oh, grabbing got the it. Giants.
2: Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I'm grabbing the Giants at uh, minus four or plus four. Excuse plus me. Plus four. Uh,
1: All um, minus four. I, Let's go. Yep.
2: Yeah. And I don't know. I just feel like Minnesota's kind of due for a loss. I, I don't. Frauds. I still can't. understand how last week happened
0: so fraudulent
1: very um no we're not going to talk about last week again we're burying that doesn't doesn't matter last week's dead does it's fuck that it's irrelevant i don't want to think about it
2: my apologies but they're definitely due for a loss and i feel like it comes here where it matters for the giants they need this to get in the playoffs i'm riding with them i think it's I think it's a good spot for them to get a dub. Um, and if not a dub, they can at least cover with uh, being within three. Uh, game-winning field goal from Minnesota. I can see that happening. Um, there's just uh, – it's kind of one one of those I want to see where the money's at, where America lies, and uh, we'll go from there. But
1: right now I'm sticking with the Giants,
2: minus, plus four.
1: I think that's a solid play there. I uh, think Danny Dimes is due. They're going to a... – they're in a clinching spot. They're desperate. Not one of my fast four, but I would have leaned to that side if I went there. So very nice, Sterling.
0: Uh, Sterling, you'll be happy to hear I am with you on this. I love the New York football giants, and I am taking them as well, plus four. Uh, Minnesota this year is 6-7-1 and one against the spread, um, and they have been so far a team of miracles to be where they are right now. Um, we've we, you've seen it before, all throughout Twitter, Instagram, wherever you where you get your stats. Um, they have a negative point differential, and they just can't keep getting away with this. Uh, they are they are frauds. Uh, Matt Morris, I feel like is gonna have a very sour Christmas. Uh, he's gonna be in attendance, and because of this, the New York Giants win outright. Uh, but if you're giving me plus four in Minnesota, I'm taking it. Um, I just really think Minnesota can't keep getting away with these miracle wins that, they're, that they've that they had. Um, and the Giants with plus four, I feel like it's going to be kind of a low-scoring game. And if the ball's in Saquon's hands and they go back to what they were doing in the few, first few weeks with some wildcat looks down at the goal line, um, very fun uh, line play with some pulling guards and tackles. Um, Dable's been really great at drawing up really fun run stuff for Saquon. And making just elevating him to a Pro Bowl status like he used to be, um, and I think he can get it get it done against Minnesota. So I like Giants plus four.
1: Let's go! Hell yeah! Um, to start my fast four in a different direction, I am going to be against the advice of my my brain, but it's going with the advice of my gut. I'm going with the Cleveland Browns minus two and a half against the Saints um, at home tomorrow. I'm uh, not really sure how this is going to go. Uh, I think Boo. this is going to be the easily the coldest game of Deshaun Watson's career. Um, they're expecting negative 26 with wind chill uh, tomorrow there in Cleveland. Wind's uh, 35 miles an hour, gusts 65 was the last forecast I read. Um, it's going to be... Frozen over hell there in Cleveland, and uh, I don't think the uh, the pampered Saints in the Mercedes Benz Dome Super Dome down there in uh, New Orleans are gonna be doing too hot. I think the Browns have a better run game. Um, I think they'll be able to trudge this one out, and two and a half is a sweet little thing going on. So I'm gonna rock with it.
2: I'll give you those props right there. That's uh that's gonna be one ugly ass game um stupid ugly yeah I got a I got two props on that game but we'll talk about those later but uh if I was going to choose a side I'd definitely go with you with the Browns minus two and a half a
1: lot of you know what there's a lot of money on the Saints so something yes there is I did uh when I I did take them at two and a half they're currently sitting at three but that was where I got them um earlier on today so you know
0: Three is I'd see three game being more Cleveland, push. right? Yes. Yep. Okay. I got a little confused of what you were saying when you mentioned the Superdome. Considering that's Oh
1: say the Saints won't be able to handle the freezing weather. The the Browns are born ready for this. Gotcha.
0: Um I've been I've been going back and forth on that game this entire week. Um I just really don't want to pick the Browns. I think that's the smart play because I feel like this barn burner is going to boil down to who has the better run game and who has the better line. And I think that lies in Cleveland. Um, Kamara has been, let's face it, pretty bad this year. Um, and But kind of the best thing that the Saints have going for them. Um, I don't care what that line is right now. Um, I'd still take the under in that game. I think it's going to be disgusting. Um, and I think Cleveland can grind out a win. So I think that's a good pick. I don't have it in my fast four, but I think that's a good pick here.
1: Thank you.
2: Yep. So um, I'm going to get into my second pick here. And I'm going to tell you right now, I have a lot of NFC East on my slate. And so I'm (laughs) going to start off with the second NFC East and the Washington Commanders plus six and a half. It was at seven and a half dropped. I think within like 12 hours, it dropped. So get that fast as high as you can. Um, I just feel like this is one I of those. I saw the
0: line at seven even.
2: Well, it might have been seven even earlier today, and seven and a half like, I don't know, a day or two ago. Either way, I feel like this is a trap game. Um, I think the Niners went out right, but I think it's definitely going to be close. And you know, Brock Purdy's been he's been all right. He's he's done well for himself out there. Uh, as a starter. Um, who knows, we could see a little bit more mistakes coming in this week. Uh, that defense is insanity for San Francisco. But Heineke always makes it work somehow, some way. And not only Washington's defense is, they hold their own. So I can definitely see some mistakes on the 49ers offense as, there's no Debo. Um, it's going to be a lot of relying on McAfee. And I see how Washington has. Oh, yeah. Chase Young is go. back una- for the Commanders. So there's another adding piece that's going to help them out a ton for this game. I don't know. It's just one of those I I feel strong about. So I got to listen to it. Trust in my gut.
0: Interesting pick, Sterling. I like it. I guess we were just looking at the same games this week because I am also looking at that game. Um, But I took San Francisco minus seven. Um, I just saw the line is live at minus six and a half, so I'm just going to take that extra half point. I'm not going to lie. So I'm taking San Francisco minus six and a half. Um, My note when I was uh, doing prep for this podcast today was... Greenlaw plus Warner equals Heineke dead. Um I don't trust Taylor Heineke against this number 1 uh San Francisco defense. They are generational. It's uh Greenlaw and and Fred Warner are very shades of Navarro Bowman and and Lewis went uh in that 2012-2013 San Francisco defense. I mean, it's very similar. They're incredible. Dre Greenlaw was a snub for the Pro Bowl, I feel like he should have got in to be honest, because he's been playing just as good as Fred Warner. Um that San Francisco San Francisco defense has been unreal. Um I think they cover a touchdown. I, I just don't want to overthink it. Um I don't think Washington has enough on offense to produce against this uh San Francisco defense. And I think if you're betting on this spread, it really boils down to if you're if you trust Brock Purdy, and I do. Um, I think that he has been the utmost uh example of being able to get the ball to your playmakers. Um, he doesn't turn the ball over. Um, he's been very very competent in the pocket and being able to get the ball to Christian McCaffrey and and Debo and, and Iuke. Like he's been very good. So I feel like he can do a lot more of the same this week. Um, I don't think that addition with Chase Young this week has that much of an effect uh, to not be able to cover a touchdown. I just think San Francisco is that good, and I think that they can take care of business at home against Washington by a touchdown. So I'm taking San Francisco minus 6.5. This
2: game's exciting, and I best believe I'm going to call you tomorrow about this one, seeing how once halftime hits, I want to see where these teams lie. and I don't know, probably do some live bets.
1: We'll see.
0: Live betting is not oh. out of the picture for tomorrow.
1: Absolutely. It stinks, man. never do it. Um I will say before I get on to my second fast four, uh I was looking at that game earlier when it was a sitting at seven and a half. Um I was gonna take the commanders there. Uh but live at six and a half, I'm gonna have to go with the Niners. Um, so best of luck to both of you on that. I'm hoping it's like a nice like I don't know. And maybe they just don't cover. I don't know. We'll see what happens either side. Someone has to cover. Someone has to come out on top of this. Um, Anyways, my second one, uh, I'm riding with uh, Tursling's boys. I'm going with the Cowboys minus four against Philly. Um, I know the line jumps like crazy when Jalen Hurts was uh, ruled at. And he's even questionable going into week 17. So, I mean, who knows? It could be – this could be an absolute – Shit, the bed spot for the Cowboys. I wouldn't be shocked if they did. And Gardner Minshew comes in and just lays it down for Mike Leach. Um, rest God rest his soul. But um, yeah, I like the Cowboys in the spot. I think four is a good spot for them at home, especially in revenge game against a lot for this. Considering the last time they played the Eagles, that was a great game. Um, I think going into Dallas this time, especially without their MVP caliber quarterback, um. Four points is a good spot, so I got to take the Cowboys sitting here. Why don't you look at that? That's my third pick. I never, I,
2: I can't remember the last time I picked the boys (laughs) on my fast four. It's crazy. That's really crazy. Um, yeah, but I hope they come out with the dub just outright. Um, of course, but let's see if they can cover four. I'm curious to see what Gardner does. But yeah, I'm definitely right with you with the boys. Uh, let's see how good this Eagles. Offense is without Jalen Hurts. It's going to be the the biggest thing in this game, biggest determining factor. Uh, but yeah, very excited for this one.
0: Uh, I don't have uh, a piece of this game, but what I will say about it is that I think that of every game this week, this would be my favorite game to watch as a line enthusiast. Um the Eagles offensive line is awesome and the pass rush of Dallas is equally awesome. So I will be watching this game with great intent and I'll be watching a lot of Jason Kelsey and seeing what he does. Um, I played center, love Jason Kelsey, and I will continue to be watching the line play. Um, it's what I do. And I think that this game is the the top and the most elite going against each other in the NFL right now uh, when it comes to the trenches. So, very excited for this little, little battle. Hopefully the boys do cover though. I'm kind of rooting for him.
1: It's gonna be sweet. I'm excited to watch it. That means a lot, David. Not a lot of people are like you.
0: <laughs> hey, gotta gotta respect the big boys up front.
2: You do. You you really do. And that's what it's gonna come down to.
0: So that was your third play, right? You took you did take the boys in your fast four. Yes, sir righty. well then I guess I'll move to my third pick in my fast forward. This week I took Detroit minus two and a half versus Carolina. I really, really, really didn't want to because I felt like it was kind of a trap game. Um, a lot of America is on Detroit, but I was just looking for any reason I could to not take Detroit in this, in this spot, um, and I just couldn't. I mean, Detroit 6-1 and one against the spread, their last seven. Um, they're the most fun team in the NFL. Jared Goff has been balling and hasn't been turning the ball over, which is extremely important. That's kind of been a big part of his game. That's been, uh, that's been kind of fun, fumbling the bag for Detroit. Um, he's just been playing a lot more secure, been able to get the ball to his playmakers very well. Um, and again, throws one of the prettiest balls in the NFL um, when he's confident, and he is right now. Dan Campbell has been able to instill a lot of confidence in this Detroit team, and I feel like that they're playing with so much momentum that covering two and a half on the road on the road against a crappy Carolina team won't be that much of a, a, an issue. Um, I feel like it's a statement game for Detroit. Um, if they win, hey, they can, they can win on the road, even though it's against Carolina. If they lose, I mean, that's that's a really really tough look for Detroit. Um especially on this playoff push, I just think they're just playing with so much momentum that they kinda need this game, like and then they need it bad to be in, above five hundred, uh going into the last two weeks of the year, uh being able to control their own destiny with the wild card. So I have a lot of faith in Detroit and I think they can cover two and a half against Carolina this week.
1: Yeah, not a bad one there. Yeah. Uh, nope. Yeah. Go Go ahead, Beer. I was just gonna say I uh, I really did want to take the lines in that spot, um, but according to FanDuel's statistics, eighty nine percent of the money and the bets are on the Detroit spread.
0: I am a hundred percent aware uh, of that, and that really scared me a lot. And it screamed trapped. I don't. It screamed it, but I mean, you, how could you take Carolina in that spot? <clears throat>
1: No, there's le- legit no reason you should take Carolina on the spot unless you're a strictly fade-the-public guy, which is a very stupid way to be. So I respect your choice, and I stand behind you on your pick.
0: I am a fade-the-public guy. I love fading the public. I just can't do it in this instance. I have so much faith in Detroit, do and it. I love them. There's so much else to consider. Yeah. Merry Christmas to yeah. Detroit. I hope they pull this off really bad.
2: I-, I hope so, too. It would be a disappointment to see the Panthers win this and it would be so Detroit Lions
0: though to lose against Carolina though wouldn't it like on Christmas it'd be so Detroit I really hope they don't but if they do it would be so classic Detroit Lions it
2: really would not only that though but if the Panthers win essentially they're tied for first in the division am I right
0: they're I feel like they're still one game back but who knows that division sucks. Yeah. I, Either
2: way, it's Yeah, it's not good. If they, NFC South is poverty. If, uh, yeah. Very much
1: so. Um, all right, so you guys both did your third, right? Correct. Okay. So my third. Um, I'm going to be rocking with the Pittsburgh Steelers, minus one and a half at home against the Devitts Sweet Raiders. Um, you son of a This bitch. is another – this is a strictly weather and situation type game going on. Uh, it's going to be freezing in what was formerly known as Heinz Field there in Pittsburgh. Uh, Kenny Pickett is back. Um, I just think, you know – Tomlin playing at home in this weather Pittsburgh's built for this kind of football man um you I think, think Vegas think is going to have a tough hands can time handle
0: it, the weather I don't know if small, uh, he, he's going to <clears> lose <throat> lose a lot of that grip on that football hey, man
1: small hands small hands played at Pitt man he played he played in that field all his college career too I think he's I think he's ready to go and if not uh, you got uh, the MVP on the sidelines all warm and toasty ready to roll so you know Not this
0: cold I though. just
1: uh, not this cold though.
0: This is different cold Um just saying
1: yeah, no, it'll be in the negatives with windchill chill and during that game too. So it's you know, it's another day to be thankful that A, we we live in Arizona and California, and B um I just think Pittsburgh's built for this and I I, I think they're still a one and a half.
0: Yeah, that's uh, yeah,
1: they're still a one and a half. Um I just like Pittsburgh in this spot. I think this is a good spot for them. This is their football and their home. Um the rally towel people are going to be smacking the hell out of people out there. And the stands keep each other warm and getting rowdy. So, Hey, I think it's gonna be a fun time. In Pittsburgh. It's gonna be a good game in Pittsburgh. Um, that's definitely one I want to watch. Um, but I'm going with the Steelers one and a half.
0: I will give you this. The Pittsburgh Steelers have been pretty hot since Mr. What came back. Um, I mean, they're he's just, the, they're just really a different change. team when he's on, when he's on, when he's playing defense, uh, He's just so 100%. much of a leader. He brings the spirit of the uh, the defense up a lot. Um, and they just play better as a whole. Uh, a lot more communication. He's just a really big piece. And when he's back, he's a defensive player of the year. I mean, he's that good. So I understand the pick. Easy. But, I mean, as a Raiders fan, I'm going into this game thinking, the Raiders have as good of a run game as anyone in the league right now. They really do. Josh sure. Jacobs has been pounding the rock, Um, and on the other side, Najee's been playing a little bit better. I mean, I'm glad that he's beaten the Trent Richardson comparisons at midseason, and he's playing a lot more like he used to, so very happy for Najee. Love my former Crimson Tide backs with Josh Jacobs and Najee Harris, but I just think that the Raiders have a better run game, and if McDaniels is anywhere, anyway, smart in his preparation for this game, Josh Jacobs should have 200 yards rushing. Like the, the, Derek, shouldn't have to do anything. Um, just really got to handle. Uh, I'm I'm forgetting his name. Uh, defensive tackle on, on on the Steelers, who's very 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 good. I'll I'll, fa- I'll find it out in a second. But if you can handle him, you can run off tackle. The, the Raiders should be in good shape. Um, that's just the fan talking in me, but. You know, I'm staying away. I, I, I can't I can't bet on my own team, so
1: that's fair, man. All very valid. I'd stay yeah,
0: I'm staying away from this one
1: as
2: well. You we can go either way, but I respect it. Steelers at home and Tomlin has never had a losing record as a head coach. That so too. Tomlin's got a lot they, on the line here. Yeah, he does. So I think there's gonna be a big push to to win out. But um yeah, getting into my last pick here. I'm tossed up between three games, but I've come to the conclusion on one. And I'm gonna take the Chargers minus four and a half in Indianapolis. Uh it's a big it's a big game for them. They need to make this playoff push and kinda just let us know they're they're for real um they've been playing outstanding so far and uh, yeah I just I just would like to see Justin Herbert win uh dude's he's a, he's a great dude he's a great quarterback uh this team is fairly good when they're all out there so I hopes for the Chargers and I hope they get this win sorry beer, but I, I think you're on the same no, page here
1: It's okay. Um, I actually am going to go ahead and tell you that my last pick is the Colts plus four and a half. And I'm going to tell you why I'm so stupid and why I'm taking this right now. Um, For the first time this season, we are seeing big dick Nick Foles getting behind center. And this is a very similar spot to when the Colts went out to Las Vegas and played the Raiders. They had another drastic QB switch up. Line was exactly four and a half. The Colts went in there and ran it up. And ran it out of the building. And so I'm thinking this is a deja vu spot in my head. There's no statistical information to back this up. This is pure bias. Um, I see this as a deja vu spot. I'm going to ride with Nick Foles here and see what he can do with the boys. I have no confidence in this whatsoever. I'm just doing this for my own shits and giggles. So four and a half with the Colts is my final of the four. And I had to do it. But there was a few others I liked, but this one just it didn't sit right with me. Thinking that my team's in such turmoil, I might as well have some fun with it. Yours is That's a smart pick. pick. Mine's the, <laughs> mine's a stupid pick. Yours is the smart one. I'm just I'm just doing it for this one for fun. I mean, I
2: listen to those like superstitious things though. Those those stats like it gets your mind working. Like, oh shit, this could be another one of those games, and
1: you got my mind going I'm just a now. Psychotic fan. I'm just a psychotic fan, just reaching for something, something good to come out of <laughs> these last three games. Yeah, I, I get that though.
0: Yeah, beer. yours is a smart
1: pick though.
0: Beer, I don't, I don't think you're gonna be right here. I'm, I'm gonna go out of no, the way. Me either. Going out. I'm the gonna leg. be
1: so, so happy if I am. But there's like a very solid part of me that's like, there's no shot in shit that I'm gonna be even remotely close. The Colts might lose this by two touchdowns.
0: Yeah, I'm rooting for you guys heavily. I really am. Uh, Cause you're my boy, I'm, I'm rooting for him, but I I don't think that they can pull it off against the Chargers. I think now Char- we're
1: dead, dude. I don't know. The Chargers are really trying
0: to uh, put the Raiders uh, at bay, um, and you know how- control their own destiny to make that wild card spot. So I think that they're going to be playing a little bit more intense this game uh, and take care of business sure. against the Colts. But I do not have them on my fast four. Uh, they are not my last pick. Uh, my last pick this week. You shall be. Um, I am taking Green Bay plus three and a half against Miami in Miami.
1: Ooh, I like it.
0: Uh, I like this game a lot. I think it's very sneaky. I a lot of the public right now is on Miami. Um, they're playing really well. Uh, however, Green Bay is starting to get a little hot, and you know, Aaron Rodgers uh, uh is very streaky, and those boys are very streaky as a whole. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is finally at that point this year where I feel like he's starting to trust a little bit more of Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, and Alan Lazard. Um, they're starting to click a little bit. Um, we saw on that Monday night game, unfortunately, uh, Christian Watson didn't turn around to get those extra three yards that we needed for our parlay to cash. Uh, I What an asshole. I was crying. Uh, and and throwing up and shitting. It was awful. (laughs) But uh, he's shown a lot of confidence with him down at the goal line, and he has his last four or five weeks. Um, Christian Watson is him. Uh, He's kind of become the number one guy. Um, I like him a lot, and I think that Aaron is trusting in him a lot. The offense is starting to click. Um, They still have Aaron Jones and and A.J. Dillon running – as hard as he ever has in the end of the year. AJ Dillon is the end of the year back. Uh, he, he grinds for those hard yards. Um, and this is the time where green Bay plays their best ball. In my opinion, until it's the playoffs. Um, word. I just feel like this is kind of Miami going to be looking ahead. Um, I don't think that they're going to be uh, trusting this game enough. And I think green Bay on the road, plus three and a half is kind of a nice against a spot for Tua and the boys. So I like Green Bay plus three and a half. And that would be my final pick for my fast four.
1: I like that. It's not
2: bad. That was one of the ones uh, I was tossing up between the three games for my fourth pick. And I'm all for it. Let's see the pack go. The only thing is, Aaron Jones may not play. Uh, he's dealing with some injuries. This but, is AJ um, Dillon. AJ time, Dillon's though. definitely a workhorse.
0: Yeah, yeah he's
2: a workhorse too. So very curious to see how what the outcome to that game is, Christmas Day.
0: Yeah, very excited for that game. Um, I like it a lot. So just to recap our fast fours, I have Detroit minus two and a half, the New York football Giants plus four, San Francisco minus six and a half, and Green Bay plus three and a half. Sterling?
2: Yeah, I got Giants plus four, Washington Commanders plus six and a half, got the Boys at minus four, and
1: Chargers minus four and a half. And for my fast four, I have the Browns minus two and a half, the Cowboys of Dallas minus four. Uh, Steelers minus one and a half, and then my stupid Lucius pick of Colts plus four and a half, and that is my four.
0: Fantastic! Do you guys want to share?
1: So any... good. Go
2: for it. Oh no, I was just gonna say, it feels so good to finally do a fast four. It's been way too long, way too long. It's
0: been a hot ass minute. This is good. Yeah, it's just been way too long, you know. It's crazy. No, Uh, it's
1: been it's it's good. It's good to finally get back in the saddle here.
0: Do you guys want to share any props that you like for the NFL this Saturday before we move on to the NBA and college ball? Or do you want to do all the props at the end?
2: Oh, do I? I mean, whenever you guys want to, I got a few.
0: Let's let's just bolt off some NFL props that we like this weekend. Sterling shoot
2: okay I have um this one has been moving around quite a bit, but they can't vegas can't find like a happy medium for the for the under here under over and I'm taking them at thirty two and a half as of this morning taking that under still I think it's just with how the weather is and these two these two teams just not it um uh, yeah I don't know I'm seeing like a max total score of like twenty points. So I I really like that one. And to speak on the same game, I think the only running game that's going to come out of the Saints to even attempt to score, and hopefully they do, is out of Taysom Hill. Uh, he's a Swiss Army knife, and in that offense, they're going to use him a lot in this cold weather. I see him sneaking in for a lot of yards and possibly a touchdown. If you're real, if you're feeling really risky. If it's a prop, take Taysom Hill, his uh his rushing over, and a possible anytime. That's all I got for that one.
1: I like it. Um, I think the only I haven't really looked too much at props uh for the NFL this week just because of my personal called bowl game challenge. I've been heavily invested in that. Um <clears throat> But the only ones off the top of my head uh, are two sack props. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson for Detroit Anytime Sack. Uh, TJ Wad Anytime Sack. Um, and then I think there was one more I wanted to throw in. Oh, throw in, throw in Nick Bosa while you're at it. Just, I feel like they'll get to Heineke a few times. Um, Heineke's pretty shifty, pretty crafty. Um... Also, uh, maybe also look at some uh, – the defensive props haven't dropped yet on FanDuel those usually day of. Um, also, look at the Cowboys to go get, uh, get uh, Gardner Minshew a couple times. See what the odds are there if you like any of those, if you're a betting person. Um, yeah, but other Mike... than that – Oh, go ahead. No, nah, other than that, those are the only props I got. Just, you know, the interception ones I used to love, but I've been getting kind of cold on those as of late. So I'm rolling back more on the sacks.
2: No, I agree with that. Um, all those are good, too. Did want to point out, Micah Parsons is kind of on a down slope right now. He's been a little quiet. I could possibly hear some noise from him maybe getting at least one sack tomorrow. So if you're feeling risky, I would take that one.
1: Good to know.
0: I'm just going to run through some props that I like uh, really quickly. I'm just going to shoot. Uh, I took a single prop for each one of my fast four picks so in the detroit game i like amon Ra over 74 and a half receiving yards um if they're gonna win this game and cover they need to get him heavily involved um i could see him having a hundred yard game so i like amon Ra over 74 and a half um in the minnesota and new york giants game uh, i have saquon over 70 and a half uh dude's a walking 85 yard rusher um it doesn't matter if he has 20 yards rushing in the first half like he did last week he goes over that mark um and he did last week. So I like Saquon over 70 and a half. Um, in the San Francisco and Washington game, I have a McCaffrey anytime touchdown prop. Um, I think if they are going to cover, he obviously needs to get in the end zone. So McCaffrey anytime. And in Green Bay, uh, for them to be competitive and cover that three and a half, they need to get the ball to the number one receiver, Christian Watson. So Christian Watson over 51 and a half is my four front place
2: i like it i like it i love it one more thing derrick henry he is a beast against the texans expect him to score he's gonna do it he's probably the only one that's gonna do it because he has malik willis as his quarterback oh, I, I don't know what the hell I he's forgot doing forgot
0: hills out for the year
1: yeah that's yeah i don't
2: brutal i don't trust malik I don't either. Until proven otherwise.
0: Well, do we want to get into some NBA basketball?
1: Um, Before we divert to hoop talk, college and NBA, I'm going to run through my football, my college football challenge just so we can get past the, the gridiron and get on the court here. Um, okay. So, so far I have picked every single bowl game um, that has not been FCS. And I'm currently sitting even at 7-7. Seven and seven. Went on a nice, I started 2-7, and seven, then started five straight dubs, or then went five straight. Um. So, you know, we're looking good. And I now have picks for all the bowl games now, Saturday through Wednesday night. Uh, to start, we will start with the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl in Honolulu. Uh, I'm going to be rocking against my greater judgment with San Diego State minus 6.5. Uh, Middle Tennessee stinks, and excited to see how that goes. Next is the Quick Lane Bowl in Detroit. we got New Mexico State and Bowling Green going with New Mexico State plus 3.5. The Camellia Bowl in Montgomery, Alabama. I don't even know what the hell that is. Uh, we're going under 67.5 in Buffalo versus Georgia Southern. Uh, the Surf Pro First Responder Bowl in Dallas, Texas. Uh, we're going under 60 and a half in the Utah State versus Memphis matchup. Uh, in the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl in Birmingham, Alabama, we're going to go with the over 63 and a half in Coastal Carolina versus East Carolina. Um, in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl here in Phoenix, which I will be in the stadium for, we will be rocking with the over 43-and-a-half in a matchup between Wisconsin and Oklahoma State uh, in the Military Bowl presented by Periton in Annapolis, Maryland. Uh, we're rocking with Duke minus three and a half against the University of Central Florida uh, in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl of Memphis, Tennessee. We're rocking with Kansas plus 3 against Arkansas, uh, seeing if the Jayhawks can finally get a good win here after this being their first bowl appearance since 08 and the san diego county credit union holiday bowl played in petco park in san diego we're rocking with uh the tar heels plus 14 and a half against oregon i think 14 and a half is too big a spread for a bowl game so let's ride there and finally the tax act texas bowl in houston texas rocking with the hometown boys texas tech plus three and a half versus Ole miss and that is all for the College Bowl Challenge, please do not select any of those because I've been really hot and really cold. This is just for my own personal give-me-something-to-do type deal.
0: The full fade has give been so. queued up on FanDuel, so thank you, Bear.
1: I'll have you know I've, I've hit five straight, so fade, fade cautiously. Can't say that about College love, ball though, but we'll get to that later. I love how many different bowl game names there are they're so stupid nuts they're like some... yeah the military bowl presented by periton you have to add that it's presented by a company fuck you why would you do that like <laughs> that totally def- like this is just such a capitalist sham of bowl games like they don't mean anything
0: it's just getting money it's all fun and games until but it's hey it's full tyg pod presented by harriton so good luck
1: yeah once they buy us out, but hey, you know what? it's all shits and giggles till someone giggles and shits, and I'm not gonna complain because you know it's 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 football on TV, so we're gonna Alrighty. rock with it.
0: Should we move from the gridiron to the hard court?
1: Let's move to the hardwood. Let's go.
0: It's Christmas. That means NBA for, basketball, baby. For me. It's a tradition, unlike really? any other, aside from the Masters. Um, the slate for this Christmas game, uh, for this Christmas day, sorry, uh, is immaculate. I must say they, uh, they pick some really great games. Um, we have Philly and New York. Uh, the Lakers versus Dallas, Bucks and Celtics, Memphis versus the Warriors, and Suns versus Denver to end the night. Um, a lot of fun games. Um, some stars I feel like are going to perform greatly. Uh, on Christmas as a lot of them do um, so what I decided to do for this NBA Pixmas uh, was to take the spread of who I felt like who was going to pull out for pause uh, for who was going to pull the game out uh, uh, for this Christmas um, I took all five spreads and the end of the yep. show <laughs> ending it now <laughs> I took all five spreads, and uh, I'll, I'm just going to run through them really quick. Um, I decided to take the Philadelphia 76ers minus one and a half against the New York Knicks. Um, Knicks have been extremely, extremely hot, um, and I feel like that comes to an end on Christmas Day. Um, the Sixers have been playing really well, and Bede's been a monster these of uh, these last five, um, and I just don't think that they have an answer for him on Christmas Day. So I feel like their eight-game winning streak comes to an end um, on Christmas Day, and I feel like the Sixers take care of business, minus one and a half. Um, The Lakers versus Dallas. The spread is eight. Uh, I don't think that's enough. Uh, The Lakers just announced that AD is going to be out again. Um, He's out again. I don't know how long the timetable is for him, so I am taking Dallas minus eight um, against the lakers without ad i feel like it's just kind of automatic uh luka's been a bucket i mean he had what 50 again tonight i he went berserk so i have dallas minus 8 uh bucks versus celtics uh very interesting game uh right now the spread is 5 celtics have been playing very hot but uh celtics uh celtics minus 5 against the bucks i don't know so i took the bucks with the points um, I I just felt more comfortable taking buck, bucks plus five. Um, they play really good on Christmas Day, so I felt like it it was appropriate to have the underdog in that one. Memphis versus Golden State. Um, tough game to pick. However, Steph doesn't look like he's gonna be able to play, so I took Memphis minus four and a half. Um, don't know if Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins is gonna be able to be enough against Jaw and those boys. Uh, they've been playing really, really good. They just blew out uh, the Suns' night, and I feel like they're just going to roll into Christmas Day the same thing. Uh, a lot of the same. Uh, minus 4.5 I don't think is enough against a Stephless Warriors team. Um, they're just a really different team. They're not deep enough to, to take on this Memphis team and, co- uh, and be able to cover five. So I like Memphis minus 4.5. Uh, Suns versus Denver is the last game of the night. Um I originally had Suns plus four, uh, but after watching what they did against Memphis tonight, I just don't feel like they have enough momentum going in this uh this game against Denver. Um the NBA regular season has a lot to do with momentum, and Denver's just playing really well, and the Suns just aren't. Um Denver minus four um I feel like is kind of a lock. Jokic is just playing incredible and Whatever his PRA is, I I would very heavily consider taking him on this Christmas day. Um, him or Jamal Murray, I feel like they're both going to have a great game. Um, I don't feel like the Suns have an answer for him. Um, it seems like they're already in the trade market at this point of the year. There were trade rumors uh, around Jay Crowder and them denying a trade earlier today, uh, trying to acquire Rui Hachimura, uh, which was very interesting. Um, I kind of wish that went through because I feel like he has a lot of Uh, potential, Um, and Jay Crowder just doesn't seem to be performing as well as he normally does this season, so I kind of like what that would look like. However, I'm taking Denver minus four on this Christmas day. Sterling, do you have any thoughts, since you're my other NBA boy on this podcast?
2: Those are very solid. Uh, I don't like the Giannis one.
0: (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) whoa. I know, I know you're a Celtics I fan. I hate Giannis. Bro, chill. Who are you, Speed? Come on.
2: I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um. No, I mean, yeah, the Celtics haven't been playing the best. But you know what? Tonight was a good showing for them. Uh, yeah, minus five. I'm still riding with my guys.
0: Five is a lot. Uh, other dude.
2: than that, I'm looking at this Dallas game. Look at some props for Luca. Um, he's gonna destroy LA. I don't think. I think this spread should be at like plus fifteen minimum. I agree. Or yeah, it's not gonna be a game. Um, I like your Sixers pick. The uh, taking off the Knicks. The Knicks
0: are the hottest the team Warriors. in basketball I, right I now. Did, I mean, I I didn't feel great yeah. about taking the Celtics, but I, I just feel like it has to come to an end for the Knicks eventually. And Christmas day, uh, Christmas Day against the Sixers just kind of seems like the right time. So,
2: yeah, respect. Um, I did want to talk about uh, the Warriors and how they. What was it a forty point difference at half against the Nets the other day? I, I we awful. we just never talked about that.
0: Uh, that was, we, had, that was we did a little bit on um, Wednesday.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I think I might have to take the Grizz here. I don't know. I'm liking it. It's at minus four and a half. You said you were
0: taking the Warriors, correct? No, I was taking Memphis minus four and a half.
2: Oh, okay. All right. We're on the same page for the most part. Yep. Yeah, solid picks.
0: Great. Um, for the NBA, I did kind of a similar thing that I did with uh, with the NFL. Um, I looked at player props and stuff uh, for who I liked in an individual game um, in all five. Um, I'll, I will be doing the same that I'm doing in the NFL, so I decided to choose one player prop that I kind of liked with each game, uh, and I'll run through those really quick. Um, my favorite player prop uh, is, uh, it's not out yet, there's no official line for him right now, but... Embiid, PRA, will be a lock on Christmas Day. I don't care what the line is. Um, he, his last five, he is playing th- incredible. Uh, I believe he's averaging 35 points in the last five. Nuts. Um, and on Christmas Day, Embiid shows out. His uh, his line on Christmas Day is 30, 14.3, and 2.6 so whatever, whatever his line for uh, points, rebounds, and assists, I'm smashing it. It's a lock for Christmas Day. Um, Embiid is a god on Christmas. He delivers. He is Santa Claus. Uh, the Lakers versus Dallas. Um, I didn't like what Luka's lines were at because I thought they were a little bit too rich because he's been playing so incredibly well. Um, so I decided to look at late Christmas, um, and his line right now is at 29.5. Um, he averages 26.4 points. On Christmas Day, um, a lot of that was dragged down from his early years in Cleveland. So I kind of I kind of like what he what he plays on Christmas Day. He balls out on Christmas. So uh, and he has an averaged thirty two and a half in his last five. So I feel like the line at twenty nine and a half is very fair, and I feel like he can drop thirty on Christmas Day, especially without Anthony Davis. I feel like he's just going to be putting up a lot of points. Um, Bucks versus Celtics. Um, I took Bucks plus five. Um and I feel like a lot of that has to do with my player prop of Drew Holiday, thirty and a half player uh points, rebounds, and assists. Um on his last five, uh Drew Holiday has been averaging eighteen point two, eight, and five point two. Uh he's been balling out in the last five, and I feel like he takes that momentum into Christmas Day. Um the last five uh just barely breaks thirty-one, and that's what his lines at is thirty and a half. I feel like he has a good game. Um and takes care of business, uh, and breaks that line at 30 and a half. Memphis versus Golden State. I do have Memphis minus four and a half. However, without Steph, I feel like Draymond, uh, will take a more assertive lead and have a lot more rebounds and assists. Um, I took Draymond's points, rebounds and assist line. Um, he plays great on Christmas day. Uh, I don't want to share his line uh, because uh, it's kind of not. It's kind of skewed to his early uh, uh, early years with Golden State when he scored a lot more points. Uh, he scored twenty points, I believe, twice on Christmas Day uh, during his early days with Golden State, and he just doesn't do that anymore. So it's kind of misleading. So um, I do like his line uh, right now for points, rebounds, and assists. Um, just. Be, uh, be careful, though, if you're looking at Christmas Day stats uh, specifically, because a lot of that has to do with when he shot a lot more three-pointers and actually made them. So I feel like he's going to have a lot more rebounds and assists, just not uh, uh, not as much on the points end. Um, Suns in Denver, uh, there's no lines available for uh, player combos, um, so I'm not sure. So what I would go in going thinking in this game would be something related to Jokic, uh, he's been rebounding like an absolute menace. So my initial thought is just go straight to rebounds. Uh, don't mess around with the points. He's been averaging too many points. So those are, those are my thoughts for player combos um, and props for the NBA slate on Christmas Day. Sterling, do you have any thoughts?
2: I mean, all of them are very good. I, I don't really have anything cooked up right now, but uh, I will definitely get looking Christmas morning. Uh, you, I mean, all of them are valid that you pointed out. I am going to look at this Suns-Nuggets game, though. I feel like there's a lot of money to be made here. Absolutely. Uh, with, uh, yeah. It, it, I mean, it's it's crazy to see this. And I look at the player points right now and what props they have open. And it's all Denver. Yeah. They don't have any Suns
0: lines are coming going in, in right
2: now. So, I, yeah. So, I, I kind of got to wait on this a little bit, but. Yeah, I would definitely look at some props there. Other than that, we're looking
0: looking pretty good here. Well, fantastic. Beer, do you have any thoughts on uh, NBA Christmas, or do you want to go straight to your college corner?
1: Um, My only thoughts on NBA Christmas, um, I wish the Pacers were playing, uh, because Tyrese Halliburton is about to be the godfather to my firstborn with the way he's playing. Um him dropping a career high 43 tonight and 10 made threes. Uh dude's incredible. I love him dearly. Um and yeah, fade the Suns. They look terrible and if books not going to be good to go by Sunday, they're in trouble. Jokic is playing at such a high caliber right now, it's unmatched. That's pretty much the extent of my once the bowl season ends, um and NFL gets into playoffs, so I'm really gonna start getting into the NBA stuff. But that's all I got right now. Um and then yeah, with college ball. So we did discuss a little on Wednesday. Um, boy Lucius is in a world of hurt right now with college ball. We went two and four yesterday with the picks currently 0-3 today so a cumulative uh 2 and 7 over the last few days. Um Hawaii is fighting for dear life against Washington State right now. Um I'm still above a 50% clip so we'll take it but um it's just not looking pretty, you know? It's uh it's tough. I mean, college ball just there's not much going on right now anyways. Um Right now, it's just the Diamond Head Classic in Hawaii. That's what most of the games are today. Um, I mean, not much has changed from when we talked Wednesday. Um, just Sterling, for to read you in on Wednesday stuff, uh, pretty much it's just the AP Top 25 is about where it needs to be. ASU shit the bed when they finally got a ranking, so that sucks. Um did see that, yeah. I think... Houston is, I believe, number three right now, um, but they are number one on in Power Index. UConn's number two. UConn and Houston are my two legitimate threats currently to win the national title. Uh, Purdue's currently number one in the country. Um, They're really good, undefeated, but I don't think they're going to end. They're going to be at number one much longer. Houston just had a fluke. You know, they have one loss, and it's against a really good Alabama team, so I mean, that's to be expected, and UConn's undefeated. They're a really great squad. Um, So it's, you know, the rankings are still kind of working to where they need to be, Um, but Houston currently in my head is my favorite to win win the title uh, come March, but uh, I think the way everything's shifting right now, I think we're going to have a really fun March Madness. Um, There's a lot of teams who could pose a really big threat to a lot of these bigger schools, um, we had the biggest upset in college basketball history on Tuesday night with Eastern Illinois beating Iowa. Um, which, Sterling, I don't remember if I told you about this. Uh, Eastern Illinois was a thirty and a half point underdog against Iowa; they won outright. Um, and then, sure. for example, tonight, Seattle. Uh, I wanted the. I had them plus eight and a half against Iona um they lost by nine those assholes uh that's the second time they've lost me on the hook or screwed me so seattle's gone on my forbidden selection list utah state uh, has been playing really well they were 10 and 1 going to their matchup tonight against southern methodist um i thought i took them with the minus 11 and a half um they lost outright so that sucks um Bucknell was catching 19.5 at Rutgers tonight. I thought that was going to be a good shot. Uh, They ended up losing by 35, so that really sucked. Um, And right now I got Hawaii plus 2.5 against Washington State. Um, Hawaii's a good ball team. Washington State's not been playing great. Uh, Last I just checked, Hawaii's up 6 with 9 minutes left, so I'm really hoping that holds out, but we'll see. Um, But yeah, right now I'm just college basketball's been kicking my ass. Um I am probably going to hold off till after Christmas for more college ball picks and maybe do some personal picks before I give some out to the TYG world because I'm really just eating shit right now. So I need to, you know, get back to my roots and figure out what the hell's going on cuz I'm I was doing bad before the break, took a break, came back, still not doing well. So you know, we just uh we got to adapt and overcome here. Terrible horrible even atrocious even yeah one yeah one could uh, say just beer. shit yeah beer
2: um i was just thinking uh just, just do better you know <laughs> dude you're right no <laughs> no nah. nah, i should have thought of that it, it yeah it's i i just can't do and i just can't do college ball it's just not my thing so i give you props for for giving that a go um it's just so unpredictable though Just pick the other team. Can't find out.
1: Idiot. Yeah. (laughs) Damn, so true.
0: Well, thank you guys very much for joining us on this very merry TYG pod. Uh, Do you guys have anything else before we add, before we close it out here on this Christmas edition of TYG?
1: Merry Christmas. Very Merry Christmas to you boys, and happy holidays to our plethora of listeners um, Merry Christmas, Todd. Let's just, let's just enjoy the beautiful, the beautiful weekend of football and basketball we have. And hopefully I uh, continue a hot streak here with the college bulls and we get our fast fours down pretty good. And, you know, let's just, let's just have a good holiday, you know, make some cocoa and open some presents. Maybe, uh, Maybe commit an act of violence against a Christmas tree because you had too many eggnogs and fireball drinks. Mm. Who knows? You
0: know. Let's just let's just see where the night takes. Absolutely. Us. Shout out Todd. It's Winston Parlays. Shout out Phil. Yeah. Shout out uh, Grandma. In fact, she actually listened to me today on on her ride down here for uh, Christmas with my dad. Shout out Grandma. So shout out Grandma. Uh,
1: Grandma, hey. sorry if sorry if I said anything uh, swearing or offensive. We we, we love you, Grandma.
0: Alrighty, John. Well, thank you for joining me. Merry Christmas to you, and uh, I'll see you all next week, hopefully. Merry Christmas, boys. Have a good, sir. Merry Christmas.